Hey there, I'm so excited to tell you about Radiotopia's newest show, The Recipe with Kenji and Deb. Kenji and Deb are two of the best home cooks alive. J. Kenji Lopez-Alt of The Food Lab and The Walk, and Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen. Two of my go-tos to make sure I'm getting the perfect recipe for everything from meatballs to muffins. They're pros who obsess over techniques and essential ingredients, so you learn everything you need to create your perfect recipe. You can finally be excited to eat what you make, and maybe even impress your friends and family. Help us welcome the newest show to the Radiotopia family. Find The Recipe with Kenji and Deb on your favorite podcast platform starting February 26th. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Radiotopia. This episode of the Mortified Podcast is made possible by that sinking feeling you had when the school bus pulled up, and by your BFFs at MailChimp, who celebrate creativity, chaos, and teamwork, and Tasting Room, the only wine club that lets you taste first and buy second. Visit tastingroom.com mortified for a special offer that we'll tell you about later in today's show. February 14th, 1998. Sixth grade. Dear Diary. Dear Jesus. Dear sweet asswad. Adults sharing the embarrassing things they created as kids. So I wrote poems about masturbation. Before an audience of total strangers. I feel like an idiot. I'm the only normal one in my entire family. Mom, you can't read this. These are the stories hidden inside the pages of our past. Welcome to the Mortified Podcast. I'm Dave, and here at Mortified, if we know one thing from reading thousands of teenage diaries and letters over the years... It's that Valentine's Day is just a terrible holiday. And it's only slightly less annoying as an adult. So in honor of the misery of Valentine's Day, we're proud to present the high school love letter of one Tom King, a letter he planned to deliver to his high school crush on Valentine's Day 21 years ago this week. Here's Tom on stage at Mortified in Baltimore, 2014. Uh, hi, everybody. My name's Tom King, and I grew up in the suburbs of New York City, and I had a pretty good childhood, and I, I was, had a great high school experience. I, was, I had lots of friends and got along with everybody, but as sometimes happens, I tended to get pretty tongue-tied around people of the opposite sex, and um, that maybe have been because I was a hopeless romantic. I fell in love left and right, and uh, of course, I was a total virgin. Um, <clears throat> so... My unfulfilled desire manifested itself in uh, massive crushes, and no crush was larger than the one I had on Anna. You know, I would talk to her, but I, I was always, uh, so. Uh, and then during our junior year, we actually were out to lunch with a couple friends, and we got into a pretty bad car accident. Um, and everybody was fine, but, uh, but that was sort of my carpe diem moment. And I decided I, I can't wait any longer. I have to tell her how I feel. And uh, so I made this grand plan. And on Valentine's Day, I was going to uh, 
go up to her in the parking lot and tell her that I loved her and give her a 24 karat gold necklace. It's like a, the worst teen movie ever. Uh, now, in case I didn't say anything and freaked out, which was totally a possibility, I decided to write a letter. And if I w couldn't say anything, I would just hand her the letter and run away. And then she would totally fall in love with me. So, uh, anyway, this is that letter. It's fucking mortifying. <clears throat> Here we go. Thank you. That's sweet. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Dear Anna, hi. If you're reading this, then I couldn't say these words to your face. If you're reading this, then I'm as much a chicken as I thought I was, and I should go eat worms. <clears throat> I hope you're not reading this, because it would be sad if I was too afraid of saying these words, even after all these times of wanting to tell you how I felt. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. I have never loved anyone in this way before, but I do love you. And I don't just love you. I am in love with you, too. The difference, as I see it, is that I can love lots of people, but I can only be in love with one person, and that person is you. See, you can love someone, but not be in love with them. Or you can love someone and be in love with them. I'm not sure if you can be in love with someone and not love them. I haven't worked that out yet, but it doesn't matter. What matters is I love you and I'm in love with you. I love your smile and I love your big brown eyes and I love your hair. I love studying with you and I love your mind and your soul and your skin. <laughs> uh, it was good. I love it when I see your Saturn in the parking lot. It makes me happy. But above everything, I love your laugh. Your laugh fills me with joy and happiness, and it is high and pure, and it makes anything seem possible. When I'm in the library during second period, and you and Troll come in out to get out of Spanish, and you sit with us, and I read these poems in the Adam Sandler voice, and you laugh, I can't stand it. I want everyone to laugh, sure, but I'm really doing it for you. God, you are so beautiful. You are the most beautiful woman in the world. Every time I see you, I get dizzy, my palms start to sweat, and I can barely contain myself. I want to kiss you, but I don't have to. I'd be happy just cuddling up to you and burying my head in your long curly hair and telling you how great it feels to be with you. Total virgin! What the f Idiot! You are so gorgeous. I wasn't kidding when I said you reminded me of Mariah Carey in the Dream Lover video. <laughs> the only difference is you are shorter and prettier and probably not as good a singer. <laughs> Wait for it. But that's okay, because you are my dream lover. The accident changed everything. They told me when I came out of shock that I kept asking if you were okay. That's why I can't wait anymore, because I have to live. To live, exclamation point, I love you. I don't care if you don't love me. I don't, I don't care if you really gave Dan a hand job. In the letter. 
I didn't. I really didn't care if she gave, you know, if she did it. I was fine. And that's how I felt. <laughs> I don't care if you really gave down a hand job. I don't even care what you think about this letter. I only care about you. I have carried my torch for too long, far too long, and I need you to know it. I need you to know that I love you before I die. <laughs> it's important. Here is a gold necklace as a token of my affection. <laughs> you can keep it no matter what you think or feel. Uh, all my love, Tom. Now, it turned out that I was able to tell her, standing there on that windswept patio outside the gym, and she was surprised, and it turned out she was secretly dating some senior dude, and I was quietly crushed, but the next year during senior year, she was single again, and we got to talking, and, you know, she hadn't forgotten the previous Valentine's Day, and uh, so we wound up going out all senior year, and she was my prom date. Hey! And I got to keep the letter. So we got to entertain all of you. Life goes on. Thank you. That was Tom King reading aloud his childhood writings with no embellishing, no exaggerating, just God-given awkwardness on stage at Mortified in Baltimore at Gallery 788. Stick around. There's more to the story as we chat with today's reader in our post-mortem. Fide. Right after this word from our BFFs at Tasting Room, who we hear have been considering changing their slogan to be... If you're reading this, then I'm as much a chicken as I thought I was, and I should go eat worms. Okay, now if you're a fan of Mortified, you're probably thrilled to no longer be dealing with things like pimples and puberty and wondering whether you're a loser just because you took your cousin to prom. So treat yourself like a grown-up. Visit tastingroom.com, the wine club that lets you try before you buy. Here's how it works. You send a few bucks, they send you a tasting kit. You try it. Tell them which ones were awesome, and boom, they send you a case of wine designed exactly for you. And if you're not in love with the bottles that arrive, they'll send you something else, no charge. To get a special discount just for Mortified fans, visit tastingroom.com mortified, and they'll send you a tasting kit for under 7 bucks. Again, tastingroom.com mortified, because you're a grown-up, and let's face it, your diaries will sound so much more sophisticated when written under the influence of Pinot. Of course, if your organization is interested in supporting this podcast please email sponsor at radiotopia.fm. Good news. There's more to the story as we join today's performer for our post-mortem. Fide. We caught up with Tom recently to find out where he got the idea to go all out and give his high school crush a love letter and a very expensive necklace. Now, if you're a fan of teenage comedies from the 80s, like I am, and his inspiration may sound familiar. You know, what was that Eric Stoltz movie? Was it some kind of wonderful or something like that? Where the guy like nurses the crush for a long time and then he just acts on it. I think that I had that going through my head. And I was just like, I'm going to make a grand gesture because I, it was so built up. And I had never like expressed anything like that to, to any, any female in my life before. Um, and so it had been so built up in my head that I couldn't just, just say, hey, let's go get a coffee, you know? Tom didn't give Anna the necklace. Instead, he brought it back home and hid it inside a trumpet case before returning it to the store. Likewise, the love letter remained tucked away in a closet for decades. Tom says that's definitely a good thing, though, as he's not sure Anna would have appreciated everything he chose to include in his love note. I sort of wildly undercut the potency of the letter by mentioning the word handjob. I don't know where that came from. I think that one of my friends might have been making jokes about that to drive me crazy. 
um, beforehand. And, you know, to my knowledge, there is no evidence that any of that ever happened. You should also just know no one should ever do that. No one should ever put an HJ uh, reference into a love letter for any reason whatsoever. Talk about flowers, talk about rain. Don't talk about handjobs. They're not romantic. So Tom may not have been the best at penning love letters, but who could blame him? The fear of rejection makes teenagers do lots of things they may regret one day. Still, mixed in with the soul-crushing agony of being rejected that day was something he hadn't expected. It was truly a sense of relief to do this, to ask this particular girl out. That was the biggest emotion I felt was relief. I'm glad that I finally did it because it, it opened a door for me. Hey, you can, you can ask a girl out. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it was a, it was a stepping stone. Small, small step, but a step nonetheless. So where did that Valentine's Day rank for Tom? I might have been sad that day, but it was worth it to, to walk away with that story and to feel that overwhelming sense of relief. So it's a pretty good Valentine's Day. It's not the worst. It's probably not the best. <laughs> Everyone up to that year was probably worse. <laughs> Sometimes a rejection on Valentine's Day isn't as bad as being alone and not taking a risk. To share the shame, follow us on Facebook or Twitter or visit GetMortified.com to learn about Mortified stage shows, books, films, and beyond. Click participate, and who knows, maybe you'll appear on a future episode of this series. The Mortified Podcast is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX. Listen to Mortified and other shows like Love and Radio, 99% Invisible, and Strangers at Radiotopia.fm. Radiotopia from PRX is made possible with support from the Knight Foundation and MailChimp, who celebrate creativity, chaos, and teamwork. This podcast is produced by Gina Delvac, Pierce Purcelli, Neil Ketcher, myself, Dave Nadelberg, and music by Gordon Bash, Alex Burke, Adam Smith, and Snakes, Snakes, Snakes! Additional thanks to Gallery 788 and all the dedicated Mortified Live producers whose work makes the stage show possible. Until next time, we remind you that we are freaks, we are fragile, and we all survive.